Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We're learning Brachos on the Nun Tesimut Aleph, that's 59a, right before the white line, and by the two dots over there. And we're discussing how the Mishnah told us on Nun Dalimut Aleph, Valos voice, Aymer, Baruch, Shekaychay, Ugvarasi, Malayaylam. That on the Zvayis, on earthquakes, we're going to say a Bracha. Of Hashem's strength and might, fills the whole world. So my voice. What does it mean when the mission says voice? So I already gave the answer away. I told you it's earthquakes. So now the Gemara tells us Amar of Katina is goyha. It's the shaking of the earth, of the ground. That's what. That's what uh, zvois are. Rav Katina have a Rav Katina was traveling on the road. He was passing by the doorway of a fellow who was a uh, necromancer. I believe that's how they say it. And what did he do? He would take the bones of those not alive and he would do kishuf, which sorcery, right? With the, with the dead body, bone, with the bone of the dead person. And this is what we call the oiv, the oiv, bal oiv, which of course is also to do. So he's passing by this bal oiv, and ganach goya, and there was an earthquake at that moment. Amar, he said, Rav Ketina said, miyado oivo tamyo, hai goya mahu. He said, I wonder if this bal oiv, this necromancer, knows What's the reason why there are earthquakes? Ramalei Kala, so he elevated his voice. Katina, Katina, amai lo yedano. Says Katina, Katina, why don't you know? Why? Why do you think I don't know? Rather, the why Akosh Baruch Hu makes earthquakes. He says as follows: When Hashem is thinking about His children, B'nai Yisrael, who are sitting in a state of suffering amongst the nations of the world, He sheds two tears to the Yamagadol. And his voice is heard from one end of the world to the next. Vahainu goiho. This is why there's an earthquake. So he's saying basically when Hashem is thinking about the fact that we are in Golis and suffering amongst nations of the world. Now first of all, before we go further even, we, we all know, but it's important to mention, we all know that there are no physical attributes to Hashem. Hashem doesn't have tears it's all for us to relate to. And because we know when we cry, we have tears that come down. So this is how the morale explains that these, these expressions of, of human... Anthropomorphic. Say again? Anthropomorphic. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So these are expressions of how we can relate to Hashem. So on this note, what is Rav Ketino? How does he respond to this... Uh, Oiv fellow, Amar Rav Ketina, Oivo Tamia, the Mechashef that you are a Baal Oiv, Kadifu, 
You're a liar. That's his response. You're a chakran. Umile kadivin. You're a liar and your words are lying, are false. Because he goya goya mi It should have been because if you tell me tears, right, two tears, it should have been two earthquakes. Now listen to listen to Gemara here. Gemara says Vlohi. The truth is Rav Katina was wrong. And Mechashev was not lying. Okay. So Goya Goyavi, there were actually were two earthquakes. So why did Rav Katina say that you're lying? Why did I delay this that he Rav Katina didn't admit to this this uh is liti kuli He didn't want people to see, oh look at this. This Mechashev, he got it right. He got the reason why we have earthquakes coming down. So then people can go follow his approach. And it's, it's also to follow his approach. So that's why he said he's a liar. Yes, it seems like he's a yid, yeah. Yeah, it seems like he's a yid. But even if he's not a yid, he's still, he's still also to follow his approach. So here's the bottom line. Everything that happens in the world is for our sake, okay? Uh, whether it's a, a situation of doing tshuva, that we should, you know, wake up to do tshuva. Um, it's interesting because... The Gemara here does not mention the reason that's brought down in Chulun. I think it's like Tzadi Gimel, Tzadi Zayin, I forgot exactly, Tzadi Vav. But the Gemara in Chulun says that earthquakes don't come to the world because the, the nations of the world are writing a marriage contract, which we call a ksuba, from men to men. And that is not, in other words, why would that bring an earthquake? Because that is not a normal approach to life. So it's a rocky situation, right? It, so then it brings a lack of connectivity and it creates the, the faults to start shaking. So that, that is, that is uh, another Gemara over there. But our Gemara here does not discuss that. Let's see further. Rakatina <clears throat> Didei. Omar, what's the reason Rav Katina says that earthquakes happen? So he says, because HaKosh Baruch Hu Kapov. He's clapping his hands together. Shunemar, we find in the passage Nicheskel, and then after Hashem claps his hands together, that causes the earthquake. The passage says, And after I clap my hands together, I am comforted from my wrath. That's of Katina's understanding why earthquakes happen. I mean, it's a quite a, a, a frightening feeling if you ever experience an earthquake. You just push it like you're on the ground and it's wobbling, it's shaking. <laughs> Rabbi Nassim says that at the time when Hashem is in pain, when Hashem is in pain, Hashem sighs. This sighing from Hashem is the result of that sigh is the earthquake. Okay? So, that this is Nechama for Hashem after, after he sighs that, uh, for the tsar that he has. Now, um, why is Hashem of tsar? Why is Hashem a pain? So then we go to the Mishnah in Sanhedrin. And the Mishnah says in Sanhedrin that 
when a Yid is Bitsar, Hashem's Bitsar. When a Jew is in pain, Hashem's in pain. Now, the Mishnah, I think it's Mentes, who's, he, who's the Mishnah talking about? Mishnah is talking about a person who is being killed because he deserves one of the four Mises Bezdin. Now, you hear what's going on here? Now, this person we call a Russia. The person who's being killed, because the two witnesses come along and says, don't, don't do it, he does it anyway. And then now he is going, being brought out to be killed. Now, at the end, after he's killed, he's a tzaddik, because he's got his kapara, right? Fine, but not, that's not the point. Hashem is in pain. He says, my, my arm hurts, my head hurts. Similar to where you put your tefillin on, your arm and your head, right? Because the person did these affairs, now he's being punished. Now, if that's by the Rasha, Hashem is, is in pain, by the tzaddik, even more so. But what's the source of Hashem's pain? It's Daveris. So here is going on. The starting point that comes from us. We have to make sure not to bring pain to Hashem. Right? When somebody embarrasses someone else, when somebody makes someone else feel bad, that's, Hashem feels bad now. Hashem's with that person's pain. So now, that, the result of that is what? Is the earthquake. Okay? That's another understanding. But Abban Omri, I believe there's a fourth shot. Why do we have earthquake? Same question, Rebbe. Yes. Rebbe, Rebbe. said we should not sigh because that's weakened the person. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, how the, we said that uh, that a person who sighs is either weakens half the body or the whole body. Here we see, I mean, right. who is sighing, and then that's like the right. result of I, the I'm earthquake. Just, just yeah, no, it's an interesting, interesting point uh, to raise. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to, how to connect it to, but it definitely is interesting. Obviously, like you said. There is no weakness by Hashem. Um, right. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So good, good, good point. Maybe the morale will talk about this in Marsha. Okay, so Rabbanan, they have another understanding why there is a, um, or why the earthquakes come. Bayit Berakiyah. Okay, the time when Hashem is like, he's like uh, kicking the heavens. Uh, what, do we, what does this mean? Shinamar, as Pasuk says in Yirmiyah, Okay, so I believe you're part of Perak Dalit now. So uh, here's the Perak Chafei. Hey, Dad, Kedorichim, Yane El Kol Yoishve Horitz. After the Choron Abayis, Hashem was mourning over his Beisai, over his house. And it's like he was like uh, trampling and kicking the heavens. Yitzhak el Yoshvei Horitz and screaming out to those who dwell on the ground. And uh, just like a person, it's interesting. Now we connect our Mishnah Rurish here about crushing of the grapes because this is like Hashem is trampling on the earth just like one tramples on grapes. Now we see the connection between the Mishnah Rurish. <laughs> and uh, what? To... Well, let's finish, this, let's finish the point first. So then he says here. Um, so that's where the earthquake comes from. That's like Hashem is like Kibiyachal trampling on the ground. He's, he's uh, squashing, he's putting his feet under the, the heavenly throne. Obviously Hashem has no feet. The, the, the heavens my throat, and the, the land, the ground, is the resting place for my feet. Next topic here. Va'al ro'amim. What are ro'amim? So the Gemara says on ro'amim you make a shekoychei gavrosay mali oylam, thunder. My ro'amim. So what is the source of ro'amim? 
Amar Shmuel, Anani Begalgalo. The voice that is heard when you have the the clashing of the clouds. Shenemai Kol Ra'amcho, passing in Tehillim, Begalgal, Hiiru Birokim Tevel, Rogzov Atira Sha'aretz. That the, the, the sound of the thunder forms in the Galgalim. Rabban Amri, it's Anone the Shafi Maila Dodi. It's the rain clouds that are pouring their water from one cloud to another cloud. Shinemar the Kotitoi Hamoin Mayim Bashemaim. That the sound of the water which is being placed in the heavens is, is going from one place to the next place. And what this does is it's publicizing the wisdom of Hashem and Hashem's direct hashgacha is, is watching over the world. Rav Achab Rayakov Amar Barko Takifo Devorik Banono. You have a lightning bolt of fire that smashes into the clouds. Misabur Gizizei and the, 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 the badra, and then it breaks it up to pieces of hail. And that sound of the thunder is what's taking place when the lightning bolt hits the cloud and is breaking, make, making up this hail. Now, Ravashi Yomar Anani Chalchulei the cloud is hollow, a little hollow, a little opening over there. And then you have the wind that blows at the opening of it. Just like, you know, sometimes you have, you're sitting at a Shabbos table and you have the child who's blowing on the cup and you start trying to say it, Vartaira. <laughs> and then it gets louder and louder. And then before you know it, someone else joins in. You have a whole musician, a whole band going. Okay, that sound of that blowing over there is that thunder. Akash Baruch has the wind blowing into the cloud. Vidami kizika al pum doni. And it's similar to the wind blowing on the opening of a barrel. And that's what the thunder is. That was saying that it's like the lightning bolt smashing the cloud, creating this hail. Why? First you have these, the, first you have lightning comes, Right? This thing about happens when it's about to rain. First lightning comes, then you have thunder, then the Vasi Mitra, and then the rain comes. Right? Is that not what happens? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be specifically um, hail, but that process. Lightning, oh, it's going to thunder, and then it rains. Okay. Does anybody, does anybody have... The next topic here is the mission told us Alaruchis, on the wind. So perhaps it's a tornado, Okay, strong winds. So one would make a bracha, Hashem's might and strength fills the world. My ruchais. What are these ruchais? So the Gemara says, Amr Abay is za'afa. It says the end wind. It's the wind that comes at the end that we're talking about. Amr Abaya, Gemir, we have a kabbal, we have a tradition. The za'afa belel yolayavi. That this za'afa, this, this wind doesn't come at night. So if Gemara's question, I have a chazin and the we don't even tell me it doesn't happen at night. It does happen at night. We see it happens at night. So Gemara answers that who as be a mom? Really, it started by day. 
And then you see it at night. From Rabbi Yagimiri, we have a tradition as well, Kabbalah, the Zafa Tati Shai Loikoi, that the Zafa, this wind, doesn't, this strong type of a, um, of a wind, this tempest, okay, that it doesn't go for two hours straight. Zafa Tati Shai Loikoi. Lekayim Hashinema, to fulfill that which it says in Nachum, Loisokum Pa'amayim Sara that it won't go pa'amayim for two hours, this sorrow, this tragedy. So the Gemara says, ah, uh, we do see that it goes, this tempest, this strong wind for such a long time. Gemara says, no, the masik baini baini, it goes, but it stops, and then it picks up again. Okay, so we, deal, we dealt with all of that. Now, on the brakim, on the lightning, here he's saying that you make shekoichu gvros mali oilam. Amarava, Barka, what is Barka? What is this uh, lightning? My, my Brachim, so uh, what are Brachim? Amarava, Barka. It's, it's, uh, these lightning bolts are this lightning that takes place. Amarava, Barka, Yechido. So the Mishnah said Brachim, plural. Lightning, plural. That's when you make the Bracha. Do you make the Bracha if it's a singular, if it's, it's if it's a one lightning bolt, or only if it's numerous lightning bolts. Vamarava, so Rava says, okay, Vamarava, Rava says, uh, one lightning bolt, and a white lightning bolt, uh, or a yellow lightning bolt, and the clouds that go from the eastern side, that go to the southern side, that's what this bark is. Okay? And you have two clouds that go from the one side and they bang into the others. Kulu Kashyun. It's all difficult. All uh, it's not it's not bracha. Put it this way, it's not bracha. So what's the nafkmin over here? What's the practical difference in what Rav is saying here? Gemara says, that if one of these type of situations happen, we just spoke about, you should daven to Hashem for for rachem and for mercy. Vahanimili, what are we talking about? What's the case? Bilelio, at night. But in the morning, it's not, it's not such a big deal. I'm not sure if this is the fog that sometimes we see, you know, or because the cloud, it's like a, a thin cloud, if you will. But the, these things are only something that you should ask Hashem for mercy if it happens at night. <clears throat> Mara says, Amrav Shmuel by Yitzhak Haniya Noni did Safa the morning clouds, less be less bumashasha. It's not it's nothing to be concerned about. They go away, they dissipate quickly. The Khsiv it says because it says the the kindness was like the morning cloud. Just like the morning cloud goes away quickly, that's how that kindness in the Navi was referring to. It wasn't a long lasting act of kindness. Amrlay Rapapala Bay Rapa says to Baya Ha Amriya Inshi, people would say Kad miftach bavei mitra. When you, if you'd open the door in the morning, and the rain would come down, 
Barcham Ro, a person who would uh, go to work on his uh, and travel with his donkey, Moich Sakyoch Ugoni. He would tell him, go take your your like uh, clothing and use it as a pillow to go to sleep. If it's raining out, you're not going to do so much business now. Mara says, like Kashik, ha de kater be iva, ha de kater be anona. So Mara is saying like this, this that people would go out in the morning. If you have thick clouds, the kater be iva, that's when there's going to be a rain clouds. But what Shmuel was saying, Shmuel was saying that in the morning you don't have any uh, concern because a thin cloud is not a rain cloud. A thin cloud is not a rain cloud, so it's not going to rain a lot. It's not going to rain at all, in fact. Now going back to the Ra'amim, going to back to the thunder. Why do you have thunder? So Lachzandri says, the name of Rabbi Shumalevi. Lishait ak The reason why thunder is created is to iron out the crookedness of a person's heart, which this is a spiritual reason here. In other words, what is the crookedness of a person's heart? That's gaiva, that's haughtiness. What does Hashem do to the arrogant person? He brings a, a slam, a smash a bang out of nowhere, this scares the living daylights out of the most arrogant person because it's Hashem's clap. As we said, a clap of the hands. Or it's Hashem's smash of his feet. Now, once again, there are no feet or hands of Hashem. Just like we say, Hashem took his Afrim shrine with an outstretched arm. Why? Because that has a sign of strength, of might over the powerful Mitzrayim that no longer exists. So over here, the message is that a person who hears thunder, you know what he's thinking to himself? Think to himself, the Gemara in Brachos, Dachnon Tes, Samad Aleph, towards the bottom, about the statement from Rabbi Alexandria in the name of Rishim Levi. Why, are there, why is the thunder coming to the world? To do tshuva. That's why. Iron out the crookedness of the person's heart. And we find this in the Pasuk, in Kohelis, Shinamar, Velakim, also. Hashem did this so we should be fearful from him. That's why Hashem brought the thunder. The person who sees further of Zandri said in the name of the person who sees a rainbow in the clouds, he should bow down as a sign of humility. Shinema says, Kemaria Keshes Asher like the vision of the keshes that's in the clouds. And I will see it and I will fall on my face. So the point is that you see that rainbow, it's a very humbling sight. What is the rainbow we're supposed to remind us of? That Hashem is really telling us the world deserves to be destroyed. Right? This is no you know, cute little child now time. This is the patch of the child. Right? That's what's going on here. Now it sounds like a beautiful thing, right? Look what Gemara says further. They would curse the person who would follow this approach of Alexandria It looks like a person's bowing down to the rainbow. So, of course, Rabbi Shubham Levi never had any intention that a person should look like he's bowing down to the rainbow. It should look like you're being humbled 
That's why you're bowing down when you see this rainbow. However, in Eretz Yisrael, they were concerned, I understand what you're saying. <coughs> With all due respect, that's not the right thing to do because it looks like you're bowing down to the rainbow. But the bracha, you should definitely make the bracha. And if I may suggest, just like we know Ashiyatza by heart, just like we know our phone number by heart, maybe you forgot it, that's why it's in the phone. But we should try to remember this following bracha, or at least carry or sit it with you, or the Gemara on Daphne Tesem with Aleph. Why? Because when you see a rainbow, number one, we're not supposed to tell other people, oh, there's a rainbow, do you know the bracha? <laughs> You're not supposed to tell them you see a, that you see a rainbow because you're not supposed to say there are more bad things going on. Then by the time you go into your house to get the sitter to come back and see the rainbow, it's gone. <laughs> so you lost the opportunity to make the bracha. So it's kedai to know what the Gemara here says and know by heart. What does the Gemara say? What's the bracha you make in the rainbow? The bracha you make, Hashem remembers the covenant, the bris that he made with Noah. However, that's not the end of it. The Masnisa Tanu we learn in the Brisa Rabbi Shmuel Benoi B'Shavar Bichim Mabreik Oimer Neman B'Brisa Vekayim Amamore. He says you should make the bracha that Hashem is Neman B'Brisa. He's trustworthy with his bris, with his treaty Vekayim B'Amamore, and he fulfills his words. So Amar Papa, Amar Papa says therefore you should say both. Hilkoch, therefore says Amar Papa Hilkoch. You should say name Rinhu Litervayu. Say both. Boruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Melech Elam Zeicher Habris VeNeman BeBrisoi VeKaim BeMaAmaroi. That's what he says. You should say when you see a rainbow. Okay. Yes. Question. The Gemara then says further based on the Mishnah Daftun Dalit Amid Alfut we had Aleharim Alekvoyz on the mountains and on the hills. And the Yamim on the seas, Val Naharis, Val Midbaris, the Misha said, you make a bracha, Oise Maisa Bracious. Okay? Now, I do want to point out, Halachala Maisa, when we have lightning, we don't say like the Misha told us, that you make a bracha on thunder. When, when there's lightning, you actually say, Oise Maisa Bracious, like this bracha here now. Okay. Atu Kolhani Damaran Adashto. So the Gemara is asking a question, these that I make now, um, the ones that I mentioned in the Mishnah until now, the Zikin, the Zavois, the Ramim, the Ruchais, these are not Oisim Asabrashis, La Maisabrashis, that all of a sudden now I'm saying the Maisabrashis, the creation of the world, what about the ones beforehand? I have Oksiv, it says, Brokkel Matar Asa, it says Hashem made Brokkel Matar Asa, uh, don't differentiate between the two parts of the Mishnah. But really, you should combine the two parts together and you make both brachas. You should make and make that it's, it shows the strength of Hashem's creation and the power of Hashem's creation. Rav says, the previous ones mentioned in the Mishnah about <coughs> the the thunder and the and the lightning and the the winds. Mevarach tarti. You make two brachas. Oisem asabracious and koych gavras malayoylam. Baruch shekoych malayoylam. The oisem asabracious. Hacha over here oisem asabracious. Iko you make my asabracious, but you don't make the bracha koych malayoylam. Koych malayoylam leka. The Gemara concludes over here. 
If you see a clear sky, you know, sometimes you see a beautiful blue sky, and it appears to be not a, not a cloud in the sky, okay? Because that's how it was originally created. That's how Hashem created the world. And only afterwards, he covered it with clouds. Amosai, when does a person make this bracha? Amar Abayi says, Ki osa mitra kuli lelyo, v'tzafra osa istana. So when it rains the whole entire night, and in the morning, after all the clouds go away, megalyo luhu l'shmaya. And we know that to be the case. Sometimes, like we had it last week, there was this massive, massive downpour of rain, right? You never, you never write a book like that to think the next day is such a beautiful day. The clouds went away, and all of a sudden, wow, it's a gorgeous day outside, right? So that's what he says. That's when this type of thing happens. However, Upligi is Machlekes with the Rishuvim Levi and Abayim. The of, of, of what what is the this situation here? The Rafam Bar Papa Amar Rechizda the Amar Rafam Bar Papa. This is one of the names we say at the end of a Mesechta of a Siyum. Rafam Bar Papa, Rafim Bar Papa. Uh, so he's being over here that Rabbi Shubhan Levi and Abai are disagreeing with Rafam Bar Papa because Rafam Bar Papa says that since there was a Chorum Beis Amigdash from the day of the destruction of Beis Amigdash you don't have a situation of such a beautiful blue sky because of the Chorim Beis Amigdash. It's a destruction of Hashem's house. We'll stop here.